0: Everyone is welcome at the table. These words are easy to say, but hard to practice. If we're honest, we most prefer a table full of like-minded people who look like us, eat like us, think like us, and probably vote like us. But that table is flipped on its head if we believe in radical hospitality. church I attend with my family in the Nashville area recently flipped that table. Journey Church in Brentonwood, Tennessee is going through something that Chicago sports fans know all too well, rebuilding. In sports, it's the painful season of starting over, cutting the budget, and investing in the growth of the young on-the-rise athletes and a rebuilding year sometimes turns into a rebuilding decade. Oof, I think my blood pressure just went up. Yes, my church is rebuilding, and I am all in. The church's first of many Face the Music moments actually came before COVID, just days prior to New Year's Day 2020, The founding pastor of the church resigned for undisclosed reasons, which left a lot of people in shock. Then COVID shut down all in-person gatherings for a while. Then in summer 2020, protests and marches spread coast to coast in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. My church, a majority white church, made a stand toward racial reconciliation and seeing our need to care for the marginalized and oppressed. Some people did not like it. This is the Deep South, after all. Oh, and there was a pretty big election in the fall of 2020, and some really didn't like that our church wouldn't publicly endorse Donald Trump. Or Joe Biden. They weren't going to endorse either. But I think it was not backing Trump that caused most of those people to leave, Uh, even though it felt like there was a hole in the boat. With both people and money leaving weekly, I was so proud of our church leadership for having kingdom principles that they were going to stand on and not chase after tithe dollars. In 2021, our church had to lay off a number of staff in the wake of a shrinking budget. It required perseverance for the leadership. But in late 2021, it started to feel like things had steadied and were now growing slowly again. I was loving every second of this. Yes, I was all in. (laughs) One of the reasons for this turnaround was the church decided to dissolve our small group ministry. The purpose of spiritual formation didn't seem to be accomplished this way. So in its place, Journey launched The Table. The Table is one night a month, where people sit around dinner tables in several host homes and share a meal with people you likely don't know from the church and who likely have different life experiences and perspectives. There's no agenda, just conversation. And food, of course. Then, in early 2022, the church set forth a new vision for our overarching spiritual direction and a new... Um, Let's call it a new tagline for the church. Everyone is welcome at the table. Uh, Words that are easy to say, but hard to live out. Uh, I teared up when I heard it. Yes, I was all in. This felt like the heart of Jesus. Everyone is welcome. They didn't have to look like you, talk like you, Spend their Saturday night like you. Everyone. They didn't have to have one single box checked on the whatever list. Everyone is welcome at the table. I think this is why I love the music of Rich Mullins. You know, there are some artists who, you basically need an MDiv to understand their their lyrics. And there are some artists who expect you to have a specific set of beliefs to be a part of their tribe. But Rich Mullins was different. His music was Christ-centered, but welcomed curious listeners too. In fact, in the 80s, while the moral majority was on the rise, Rich... Protested in a small subversive way. The cultural message coming from the capital C church was be good, be a good Christian, whatever that meant. But when Rich signed his name, instead of signing be good, he signed be God's. He believed God's love would do the work. He believed who you belong to, was the thing with lasting value. And in his lyrics, in his talks, in his writings, it was clear that he believed everyone is welcome at the table. I'm Dave Trout, and from UTR Media, this is Release Date. The Bellsberg team was able to recently experience a lot of this kind of warm, hospitable table fellowship recently when we held two Rich Mullins fan gatherings, including a three-day weekend of festivities in Nashville on the weekend closest to the 25th anniversary of Rich's departure from this side of eternity. Since our last episode, well, so much has happened, and a lot on my plate was to prep for these tribute events in September. In fact, in the second half of today's episode, we'll share some reflections from these very special community gatherings. Right now, I'll update you on the completion and release of Bellsberg, the songs of Rich Mullins. This is the penultimate episode of the release date podcast. Why? Well, because next episode on the grand finale, we will be celebrating the official release date of Bellsburg, which was the whole mission of this five-year podcast. Guys, we did it. <laughs> the official street date for nationwide release of Bellsberg is November 4th, 2022, distributed by Old Bear Records. Just last week, the first single from the record came out, and we'll listen together in a couple of minutes to it. And then side one of Bellsberg releases, well, by the time you listen to it, it's likely past tense, October 14th. Carolyn Aaron, singing the never-before-released Rich Mullen song Whitewater, comes out as a single on October 28th, and then the whole album on November 4th. If you're wondering about the other two projects that Old Bear Records is creating and distributing, Deep Valley, the new live album by Rich Mullins, will be releasing in quarter one of 2023, and Work Tapes will be releasing in quarter two of 2023. For those of you who are backers of the Kickstarter campaign or customers for the pop-up sale that happened in August well, there's bad news and good news. Bad news is um, those products have not shipped out yet. So if you're wondering if your order has fallen through the cracks, it has not. We have your order. But uh, we are not a full-time retail store. And so it takes a little bit of work and effort to uh, to ramp things up to become basically a fulfillment center out of my own dining room. Um, we are hand-packaging all the product, and uh, and we're actually the holdup right now is just getting the labels and the postage and everything to print properly, and so so the shipping will be happening the second half of October, and should be landing into your hands very shortly. But thank you so much for your patience with that, uh, and with that said, we have plans. In early November to relaunch a store uh, that will include all the Bellsburg products so that you can shop and buy those things if you didn't get them earlier or if you want to get extra things as Christmas gifts or stocking stuffers, there will be a, a time and place to do that in early November. Um, and we'll try to keep that store open maybe permanently now. <laughs> so uh, be on the lookout for announcements about that. And we know a lot of folks have contacted us saying, hey, how can I get this product or this download? And, and the new Bellsberg store in early November will be the place and time to get that stuff. And if you still wish that you could gather around the table with fellow ragamuffins to celebrate the life and music of Rich Mullins and just connect with other friends, uh, there still is an opportunity for you, but it's coming up very soon. So make your plans if you can. Friends University, which Rich Mullins attended in the 90s, is hosting a fundraising event to create a rich room, which will be an archive of lots of um, Rich's memorabilia and kind of personal belongings. And that is happening on Rich's birth anniversary, which is Friday, October 21st in Wichita, Kansas. And guess what? I will be there Yes. In fact, I was invited to bring the Bellsburg merchandise table out to the event. So we'll have CDs and t-shirts and books and vinyl pre-order and lots of stuff there. Even our, our um, we have a bundle package available for folks who want to get kind of a little bit of everything. Um, that's all happening on October 21st. We have a link in the show notes if you want to get tickets. To the Friends University event in Wichita. And if you go, make sure to stop by the table, say hi to me, and also pick up any swag items that look good to you. And we had some incredible experiences at our Rich Mullins celebration events in September. Coming up in the second half, we're gonna have some special guests joining us with some thoughts and reflections about that time. Uh, but we want to end the first half by celebrating our first mini release date uh, because the first single from the Bellsberg Project just released this last Friday, and uh, which was October 7th, 2022. And that's the song Hold Me Jesus. Just a beloved, cherished Rich Mullen song that not a lot of people can pull off with authenticity. But. Uh, we think this certain someone just hit it out of the park we're talking about sarah groves redoing the song hold me jesus featuring andrew greer and bonnie keen of first call Um, hope you love it we're going to just going to play the whole song in its entirety to close out this first half of release date enjoy
1: just don't make sense at all When these mountains look so big and my faith just seems so small Holy Jesus, I'm shaking like a leaf You have been King of my glory Won't you be my Prince up in the night and feel the dark It's so hot inside
2: This UTR
0: podcast is sponsored by the latest music from singer songwriter Allie Murphy. Some
1: dreams they come when I hold on to better things. Better Things is an EP full of heart, life, and faith. I'm just trying to survive. the new EP Better Things by Allie Murphy on Spotify
0: or at the link in today's show notes.
1: Let's face it, it's hard to look cool when your minivan speakers are cranking Sandra McCracken or the latest episode from The Bible Project. So the least we can do is help you look like a baller while you jam to your melancholy folk songs. That's why UTR's latest contest is for a kicking pair of Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones. Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones. You can win the headphones for free. And make your neighbors think you're listening to Tupac Shakur while you're mowing your lawn. While in reality, it's tunes by Sarah Gross. Enter UTR's contest for Beats Solo 3 headphones for free at utrmedia.org. Again, that's utrmedia.org.
0: With Rich Mullins' music, everyone is welcome at the table. His music is sort of the definition of hospitable. It just invites Everybody to partake. It doesn't matter if you have brokenness or loss or grief or heartache or find yourself in a wayward place on your spiritual walk. It doesn't matter. The music of Rich Mullins invites all of us in. It's in that same spirit that we wanted to put on some Rich Mullins tribute events in September. Uh, as we celebrated the 25th anniversary of his passing, as well as geared up towards the release date of Bellsburg. The first of our Hello Old Friends gatherings happened on September 9th at Judson University in Elgin, Illinois, and uh, it was such a magical night. Enjoying music presented by Jason Gray, Carolyn Aarons, Brothers McClurg. Andrew Greer, uh, the Judson Choir, David Mullins, Andrew Haynes, Peter Cruz, and Ryan Clare. It was so special to finally have a gathering together in person to celebrate these songs that we had been working on behind the scenes for so many months, even years. If there was one memory that stands out to me the most about September 9th, Okay, take that back. There are two memories that stand out to me about September 9th. The first is Brothers McClure getting stuck at the airport. That's a whole other story. They made it to the venue just fine, but it it took a little bit of finagling to get them there. Uh, But, okay, the second uh, and the real memory that I will probably carry with me for a long time is I have helped artists work merchandise tables For many years, and um, and I was in charge of the merchandise table for this uh, Hello Old Friends event at Judson, and uh, I had everything set up and ready to go. And I will never forget what happened when we opened the doors. Not only was there a line already formed out outside, but when everyone came in, you know, it was a general admission event and uh, people could go pick their seats, and people just walked in and immediately flooded to the merchandise table. <laughs> I had never experienced hardly anything like this, um, because at most concerts, the, the buying of the merchandise happens after the show, right? Uh, you listen to the artist perform, and then you want to go buy their music or T-shirt or whatever. And in this case, um we actually i i did i checked on the the timing of some of the sales we did uh, like double if not triple the amount of merchandise sales before the concert began than after the concert it was i mean, i think really special it showed the eagerness of the audience and the excitement that they were there and were ready to just dive in they were all in ready to support it and buy merchandise right when they walked in the door. How cool is that? The following weekend was the Rich Mullins fan experience in Nashville, and (laughs) I I think David McCracken, one of Rich Mullins' longtime friends, said it best when he called it, quote, an epic weekend. I totally agree. Um, So here's what went down if you weren't tracking along. On Friday, uh, the 16th of September... Um, the, a group gathered from really all over the U.S., even some folks from Canada, came and um, who were Rich Mullins fans just wanted to hang out together and and have a special weekend. Uh, and And on Friday night, uh, we went to Rich's old house, now Connie's house, in Bellsburg, Tennessee, which is the location where the Bellsburg album was recorded. And uh, we also went down to her riverfront cottage, and we grilled burgers and dogs, and and uh, enjoyed some music. Brothers McClurg and and Jimmy Abag, Beth Lutz, all hung out at the at the riverfront, and then we had Ashley Cleveland and Gabe Scott performing music at the house, as well as some stories from some of Rich's longtime friends. Um, It was just a a very, very cool hang, just a beautiful weather, fun experience. Um, It was just kind of magical that first night. The second night, um, yeah, the magic vibes definitely continued. Um, We gathered at Amy Grant's farm, and in her big barn uh, on the lower level, we had an art exhibit from Ben Pearson and Jimmy Abag, And you could buy the art right off the walls. And this group was eager, ready, willing, able to um, help buy the art and support the artists, which was so cool to see. And uh, in the loft at the end of the night, we had a concert um, with uh, Mitch McVicker, Ashley Cleveland, Derek Webb, Andrew Osenga, and Brothers McClurg. And it was just a night for the ages. On the third night of the weekend, Sunday the 18th, we had our Open to the Public concert um, at St. Bartholomew's in Nashville, where we just had a, a full concert celebrating the music and of Rich Mullins, including Andrew Peterson, Ashley Cleveland, Carolyn Ahrens, Mitch McVicker, Brothers McClurg. Andrew Greer, Ian Zumbeck, Sky Peterson, Bonnie Keene, and David Mullins. Oh, it was just such a special night. Um, and it was live-streamed by Compassion International. So there was a, a sold-out, in-person crowd and over a 1,000 people who streamed the event nationwide. It was very cool. Lots of standing ovations, just some moving moments, it was a really, really special way to cap it off. And then we had a, a sweet after party in Brentwood, Tennessee, um, and after the restaurant closed that we were at, everybody, not everybody, but over 50 people wanted to stand outside on the sidewalk and just chat, and nobody wanted to go home. It was, it was just great. Being the organizer and promoter of the weekend events, um, I had a different perspective than everybody else in some ways. Um, And my own pleasure and enjoyment of the event really goes hand in hand with, is everybody else enjoying themselves, um, having not only a good experience, but something that's impactful? Um, And it was a resounding yes. Um, it, It turned out to be just a super memorable time for everybody involved, including myself. And Probably my top memory is uh, one of the attendees coming up to me on the, the last night of the weekend and just telling me that something inside of him cracked open that he didn't expect. And, and it was a life-changing experience for him, this just gathering at this weekend. Um, man, I just live for moments like that. So I could go on and on. But we have some special guests that want to talk about that weekend. First up is a member of Brothers McClurg, co-founder of Old Bear Records, and the producer of Bellsburg. Here's Chris
2: Hoisington. Yeah, it was a really special weekend. Each night kind of held something specific that was really special. Uh, looking back at it, Friday night, it was super special to have Jimmy Abeg and Beth in the circle around the fire as he played songs, kind of answering questions from the people and looking back and realizing that the two of them held such not only special places in Rich Mullen's heart, but also in his legacy. And to see Beth be able to answer questions about Deep Valley and Jimmy to be able to answer questions about being on the road with Rich as well as future endeavors was really special. Um, Saturday night was... Also really cool to be at Amy Grant's farm and just kind of connect with a lot of people over music and community and Rich Mullins being the centerpiece that brought us all together. I think the highlight for me, though, would be Sunday night when we were at the church doing the Sunday night concert and David Mullins' wife uh, pulled me aside and just thanked me for all that we did and how much it meant to David um, Rich's brother that we all, um, believe so much in his legacy and wanted to see future things happen, um, because of Rich. And not only that, but, you know, I love David and I think he has such value in all this and thankful for him and his friendship and just the presence that he is as a pastor and a person and how he sees all this. I mean, I, it was so cool to sit back on Sunday night and see people singing the songs and sitting around David and watching him kind of mouth the words to himself as people were singing the songs. And it just kind of reminded me that this is such a a family endeavor and something super deep and special for me as a producer on this project, along with Andrew and Evan, was really special. Just was really cool to see all of this finally come to fruition so thankful for all that
0: next we're going to hear from chris's brother anthony hoisington who is also a member of brothers mcclurg a co-founder of old bear records and one of the executive producers of bellsburg
3: i think that the weekend for me was a reminder of how one person can impact so many different people from so many different walks of life. I was, um, reminded by the generational thing, um, theme that keep kept popping up anywhere from my kids who got to experience Rich's music for the first time all the way up to people that knew him, um, and did a lot of life with him. And I just thought that that was a very cool experience. And, um, I left feeling, like I, you know, knew Rich on a deeper level. I didn't obviously know him when he was alive, but um, I, and I've gotten to know him, his music later in life. And so um, this was just a really great, it it makes the lyrics to all of his songs that much more meaningful, that much more important. And um, so I walked away feeling grateful to have been a part of his community but most importantly the fans that were there the people that were there just um hearing the stories and just being able to be present with them for this felt pretty significant so uh it was great
0: yeah it was great indeed um well let's hear from one more um guest on the show uh, this is the co-executive producer of Belsberg, a fabulous award-winning singer-songwriter, author, a TV show host, and more. Here is Andrew Greer.
4: Friday night of the event, I remember being in the field across from Connie's house, which of course was Rich's house for years, and uh, loading something up in my car and listening and across the street in the little field, the little plot of land next to Connie's house, uh, she had a little, a little fire pit going, and there were all of the folks who had come from all across the country, just gathered around in a circle just by the firelight, uh, listening to Sprinkle, of course Kathy Sprinkle, one of Rich's close friends from Cincinnati days, as well as his brother, David Mullins, sharing stories, and they were just engrossed and they were belly laughing, and it just felt like not having ever known Rich personally, not having ever been at his house for the birthday parties, the infamous birthday parties where he would invite a whole crowd of a thousand people from the night before to come on to Bellsburg. And just hearing that, I was thinking, I wonder if this is some semblance, some echo of what it was like when Rich was around and and when everyone was gathering at the house in the yard and you know, roasting up some hot dogs and some good stories. I I just think it was part of the magic of the event that the legacy of Rich is not just a song on the radio and it's not just a story that he shared in concert, but it's this kind of living and breathing body of human beings who are gathering together because of the influence of his songs and the stories he shared, but to continue the legacy Uh, in sharing the story, uh, if you will, that was the pivot point. That was the hinge uh, to all the music and all the Richard rants, all the things that he went off on in between songs that somehow those, this weekend, beautiful weekend in Nashville, embodied what he was embodying in his life and his lyrics. And that's the story of God as experienced and told And retold through us.
0: And on the lawns and in the concert halls and around the fire are people from all different walks of life, from all different places across the country, and some folks who are are newer to Rich's music, some folks who uh, followed Rich's music for 40 plus years, some folks who listened to it back in the day and since then haven't been to church much. It's amazing because everyone is welcome at the table. And even here in this little ragtag non-profit ministry called UTR Media, that has been at the core of who we are. It's a part of our DNA. I've always believed that everyone is welcome at the table, just didn't really have the words for it. We never used that phrase before. But uh, even in thinking through some of our core values as a board of directors, we've realized that we are less of a media organization and we are more in the business of hospitality. Everyone is welcome. Everyone can taste and see that the Lord is good. And we just enjoy the fact that we not only have good Christian men and women listening to our podcasts and playlists and programming Uh, but we also have atheists agnostics backsliders rebels and ragamuffins, all just partaking and enjoying and feeling unthreatened by the fact that they can still have a spiritual connection through the ministry of UTR Media it's life-giving to us knowing that everyone is welcome at the table release date is a production of utr media it's produced and hosted by me dave trout thanks to our interview guests chris hoisington anthony hoisington and andrew greer and a special thanks to amy vreeman dan shelby mike trout laura trout and christine blundred all for your above and beyond help and support as volunteers during the Rich Mullins Fan Weekend in Nashville. Be watching for Side 1 of Bellsburg to release publicly on and after October 14th. The full Bellsburg album release is November 4th. Next month, we officially made it to the release date. Woo-hoo! and we celebrate our series finale of this podcast until then again i'm dave trout release date is a production of utr media an independent listener supported nonprofit ministry in murfreesboro tennessee and online at utrmedia.org